you know, I'm a rebel. I'm, I keep moving. I keep doing things. And uh, and I'm very entrepreneurial. I'm not very interested in um, the, the whole idea of entrepreneurship and changing our concept around uh, retirement and the fact that, you know, we won't be, we just simply won't be retiring with a little nest egg and, uh, you know, live happily ever after. That simply is a fantasy and it's not true. Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is a podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive psychologist and coach, also keynote and TEDx speaker and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. As listeners to the podcast know, my hope is to always bring you guests who lead their own lives enthusiastically and have different ways of helping us to become better versions of ourselves. And I think you will all agree that today's guest really meets those criteria. Uh, Wallace Patterson is the founder of Bold Not Old, and we'll have her tell us what that is all about. But she is an authority on how to be an aging entrepreneur. She's a speaker and an author and is intent on disrupting the accepted norm around what is possible as we age. I'm sure uh, some of you have heard some of the same words from from me, so you can see where, where she's a great fit for our podcast. Uh, Wallace's passion is to challenge those who are 55 plus to get out of their comfort zones and rethink retirement and have a go at being an entrepreneur. She encourages creativity, daring to be different, thinking fabulous, and proving that pursuing a passion can add years to our lives. I'm confident that that is correct. Uh, As Wallace says, experienced entrepreneurs are underutilized an underutilized resource we cannot afford to waste. If we want to know what our future looks like, we have to create it. We are the ones who have, the ones we have been waiting for. And I guess there's one other thing I should point out that uh, Wallace is one of the few guests we've had on our podcast who is doing this on a different date than, than, where I am. Uh, Wallace is in Australia. Uh, we've made two great trips there. Uh, so I, I'm a bit envious to her as she enters the spring and summer season. Uh, but she also is a day ahead of us. So maybe she can tell us what to expect for tomorrow. Anyway, uh, without further ado, Wallace, welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. It's a real pleasure to have you with us. Thank you very much, Dr. Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. It's, uh, yeah, it's great. I love it. And uh, it is interesting. Yes, we're a, we're a day ahead and it's, yeah, sometimes when you've got to work it all out, it's like, whoa, 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 hang on, where am I? What time is it? Where are you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it's great. I'm very excited and I'm looking forward to um, sharing um, 
a part of my story anyway with your listeners. And uh, I certainly do, um, you know, do believe in the fact that, you know, if we don't, uh, if we don't have a passion and a purpose for our lives, um, you know, we're, you know, we're done for really, because, you know, there's not, uh, we've got to have something to get us going and something to get up for. Love what Dr. Jean Houston says when she said, you know, the hounds of heaven, you know, are barking at our feet. And, uh, you know, it's so true. And I, and I don't mean that in a negative or a morbid way. I just simply mean that, you know, spiritually, um, you know, we, we came to be, you know, to fulfill our beingness, to be the best that we can possibly be. And that doesn't mean that we get to a certain age and give up and then don't do any more. So that's a, you know, it's a lifelong journey as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so happy to hear that. Uh, always happy when somebody agrees with me, but, uh, <laughs> this is great uh so tell us so how how did you uh happen to to make this a, a passion for yourself can you tell us a little bit about your own personal journey um well i guess you know my own personal i i feel really blessed to tell you the truth um and i suppose in some ways i'm you know i often i'm a you know a thinker and i often think about the fact that you know, some people struggle with entrepreneurship as we know it or as we think we know it. Um, and that's, you know, we could rattle the cage on that one a bit because, you know, there's various ways to be entrepreneurial. For example, you know, women in, in um, <clears throat> pardon me, Japan um, who were, you know, grandmothers and people who were creating bento boxes for their kids to go to school um, don't see themselves as entrepreneurs, but you know they're fiercely competitive um, in their you know production of these lunch boxes so that the kids can go to school. And my grandmother's the best, and you know my grandmother produced this bento box today, and so it is a highly competitive area. Interestingly enough, and that in and of itself is entrepreneurship. So sometimes we think that we've got to be doing this amazing, great endeavor when in reality we're being often very entrepreneurial in our lives and very creative and inventive in the things that we do and the way in which we do those things. And sometimes it's just simply, you know, a step forward or it's not a giant leap, it is just simply the next step to take those skills and to take that um, into, you know, something else. So it, it, it's not as big a, it's not as big a deal and as big a job as some people like to make out, or maybe um, I'm just one of those very positive people who are playing it down, but I don't think so. I think that in reality, we just make too much of it because I think we're all very entrepreneurial in our lives. And I don't want to sort of specifically go down this track, but certainly women are. I think that women who have families, who have gotten married, who have raised children and those things and juggled that, all that, um, are, you know, entrepreneurial. <laughs> Absolutely. It takes very, it takes an entrepreneur and entrepreneurial spirit, um, you know, to do the juggling and to put all that in place and bring that off and pull that off to something that's reasonably worthwhile in our lives and raise, you know, whatever other souls that we bring into, you know, our sphere of beingness. 
Um, so um, I started off really, as I said, I'll go back to when I said I was lucky, and I do believe I'm lucky and blessed, is that I was born an entrepreneur, I believe, because when I was a young kid, I was very entrepreneurial. I was always looking for opportunities. I was an opportunist, so call it what you want, entrepreneur, opportunist, um, give it any handle that you want. But I was certainly looking for the, you know, something um, to do. I was always being creative and innovative. You know, when I was around nine or so, I reared guinea pigs and I used to sell the guinea pigs to the kids at school, much to the mothers, um, you know, um, screaming um, when the kids had come home with the guinea pig and they'd, you know, talk their parents into giving them the few shillings it took to buy it. And um, so, you know, I read that. I had pigeons I sold. I used to collect, you know, scrap metal and things and sell that to the local scrap metal yard. And, you know, I was always, you know, some people would laugh and say I was always on the make. But I was always looking to be, you know, entrepreneurial. I was always looking for, you know, to create something, to be innovative, to to make more of what, you know, what I had or what was there. So I guess I came with this entrepreneurial spirit. I was a tomboy. I wanted to be a boy, not a girl. And uh, because the boys had all the opportunities when I was a kid, because I'm in my 70s. And, uh, you know, there was a, a track set out for girls. Um, and how they would live and what would happen and how that would all work. And uh, I didn't particularly like that at all. Um, so fitting into that box uh, was very, very difficult for me. And uh, and I think that, you know, it created somewhat of a rebel, um, somewhat of, you know, a person who, um, you know, who was willing to, you know, step outside the box and try some things and do things. And I can certainly you know, vouch and say to people or attest that, you know, there's lots of things. I have tried many, 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 many things wrong and um, some of them have worked, a lot of them haven't, um, but uh, that hasn't stopped me. I've just simply, it's been next. And um, and I think that has stood me in good stead, you know, as I, because we don't have a manual for this whole ageing gig. Um, it's like, you know, getting back on a bicycle and learning to re-ride you know, on a, on a damn bicycle, um, you know, this whole ageing thing. So um, we don't have a manual for it, as I said. So I didn't really, so suddenly I found myself in this category of ageing and uh, I didn't particularly like what I saw or like what I saw was coming. Um, so I thought, well, you know, I've got to sure as hell do the best with it and, um, you know, keep going. And I I don't, I don't, uh and I, I I don't agree with the way in which um, ageing and or people talk around older people um, that, you know, drives me crazy. Um, you know, oh, their voices change and people do all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Isn't it lovely? You're keeping busy. And I think, well, what's the difference between my busyness and yours? Only that I'm a bit older. Um, you know, the busyness is still the same. Um, whatever that is. So, you know, to, to attach it to me like it's some disease, um, you know, drives me crazy. Um, but, um, you know, I'm a rebel. I'm, I keep moving. I keep doing things. And uh, and I'm very entrepreneurial. I'm not very interested in um, the, the whole idea of entrepreneurship and changing our concept around uh, retirement. 
and the fact that, you know, we won't be, we just simply won't be retiring with a little nest egg and, uh, you know, live happily ever after. That simply is a fantasy and it's not true. And we're going to need more than what we already have because we're all ageing. We have an ageing population across the world, as we all know. It's a phenomena for its time. And, uh, you know, so this silver economy idea has really taken flight. And, um, you know, we're, we're in there. We're in there with... Um, all whistles and bells blowing, right? I mean, such an interesting story. And uh, there were a few things as, as you were talking, one of which I hadn't really thought of uh, a homemaker as being an entrepreneur. But when you think about it, all the things that uh, she or he has to orchestrate to, to keep things going, uh, to manage budgets, to manage families, things of that nature. That, that's amazing. And also, um, you know, your own personal story, which makes me wonder, um, is entrepreneurship in, in the older age range, is, is it suitable for everybody? Or uh, should you have been already an entrepreneur or involved in business uh, to be able to kind of follow your your advice or your lead? Um. No, look, the answer to that question is no, because I believe, as I said, that we've all been and we are entrepreneurial in some way. Um, and we we just simply don't see it as being entrepreneurial. But and I think that, you know, we we're as humans, we love the labels. So we love attaching labels to things. It seems to give us some, you know, measure of comfort. So if we took the label away and just simply said, well, here I am at a certain age and I've got X amount of dollars, um, you know, will that be enough for me to last? Will I be able to sustain you know, it's a bit like there's an ad here on the TV in Australia and it's, I think, insurance or something or other. And the woman, young woman in her 40s or 50s, what it says, you know, um, what do I want? I just want more of what I already have. And I think if we come from that perspective and go, well, what is it that we want? What do we want for our lives? And, you know, for most of us, when we get to a certain age, we do want that. We, you, Some of us may want more, and that's okay. That's all good. That'll spur us on and get us going and put some fire under our butt. But, um, you know, for most of us, we want at least sustainability. We want more of what we have, not meaning more collectively on top of it, but we just want more of. We want to have this life that we've got, which we enjoy or like or maybe you know we drive the motor car of our choice we go on holidays we do la 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 and we just want more of that we just want to sustain that and i suppose that what we're all faced with is and we're looking at is how do we do that how do we sustain that and we're not going to sustain it from our armchair not unless we've got a computer in front of us and we're doing something online but i mean from our armchair i mean sitting with our feet up in front of the blue haze um, or the goggle box or the TV or whatever you want to call it, if you think that you're going to be sitting in front of that and you're going to be whiling away the hours and popping out to have a coffee and do whatever else, unless you're 
have a lot of dollars behind you uh, that won't be sustainable into the future. And the reality is that, uh, you know, the lifespan um, can can go on quite a ways. And, uh, Absolutely, we'll you know, outlive our money. A lot of people are kind of well prepared for if they die at 65 or 70, but uh, perhaps not at 85 or 90, and, and some will uh, go on beyond that. So I, I think there's some real practical issues. But I, I think the, the other... Uh, thing besides the practical ones are what from a from a internal emotional psychological standpoint uh you know it's it's one thing to uh be able to to meet your your needs financially and so on but what are the rewards of entrepreneurship in in later life other than you know financial ones well, I, I believe, I mean, for me, I mean, I, you know, I like the financial rewards. I'm, I've, you know, one of these people who I'm always advocating, you know, have fabulous. If you're going to go for something, aim for the moon, you'll still be among the stars if you miss. Um, you know, it sounds like an old cliche, but it's true. Um, so, you know, um, aim for, for what it is you really want. Don't hold back. And this is not the time to hold back, I can tell you. Um, you know, if you thought about how much you've maybe held back in your life or you would have at times held back, sure as hell don't do it now. There's no reason to hold back now. Um, you know, you don't have an ego to push. You're not out there to please everybody. Go for it. You know, bloody, you know, be on the field on the fourth quarter. You know, you played the first three, play the fourth. Um, so, you know, those sorts of things are really, really important. And they're important to us psychologically because if we don't have a passion or a purpose, I mean, there's some good, there's some really good solid evidence, scientific evidence to show that we we expand our lives by at least 12 years. I'll take it. Um, when we have, you know, a passion or a purpose to drive ourselves. And that's a mental thing. You know, that, that, that's, that's mental agility. That's something in, you know, intrinsically within ourselves that keeps us keeps us in the game, keeps us on the field in the fourth quarter and not retiring. You know, we play flat out for two. We meander along probably through the third. And in the fourth, you know, we retire. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay on the field for the fourth quarter and kick goals. But do you find in, in working with people or in, in interacting with them that that there is that it's a hard sell at all? Because I, I know for a lot of people, their their goal is almost from the beginning is you know you work for a certain amount of time and then everything changes. You you, you flop down on, on the sofa. You don't have to go anywhere at any particular time. Um, some people have been, you know, kind of thinking in those terms for a long time. Uh, do, do you find that when you start promoting your uh, ideas about entrepreneurship, that that's an easy or hard sell to, to people? Well, I think that... Uh, I. You know, and I, I, this is more than you know. It's a longer, you know, it's a longer discussion and a, and a you know a full discussion on its own, I guess. But for me, I tend to attract those that are interested in 
what I have to say or interested in, you know, doing something. Um, and I guess life is like that. We do tend to attract um, those that are, um, you know, more more wanting what we have to offer because that's life. That's the way things are. Everybody gravitates to where, you know, they're going to fulfil what it is that's nagging at them or calling at them from inside. Um, so I tend to attract people who are, you know, pretty much on the same page and are looking more for the the how-tos rather than why should I. They've already worked out why. They just now want some how-tos. So I suppose I'm on that end of it, whereas, you know, maybe people like yourself, and I'm on, I don't know this for certain, but maybe people like yourself who are attracting those people who are going, well, why? Why Why would I want to, you know, why would I want to be rejuvenated as I age? I've already got my heart set on this idea in my mind of retirement. Well, I guess that, you know, there, therein lies the, you know, it, we sell ourselves you know, a fantasy. Is that a fantasy of some type? Is that is that is that somewhat of a fantasy? And and is that somewhat an idea that's been engendered by, you know, the past and, and the the things that are said and the way we've been reared and you know, I came up through a family. I mean, as I said, I'm in my seventies. So, you know, my family my I mean I came really through a family of entrepreneurs. My father owned his own trucking company and um, he worked very hard. And um, so I guess it was all, you know, I was I was brought up with that. That was just the way things were. But lots and lots of people around us worked for different places. It was a very blue-collar area, as we call it. And uh, people worked for companies and they worked there for, you know, 40, 50, whatever, and got the gold watch and the handshake. And, you know, they went off and retired. And not long after that, they died. But we're living in a different world than that. It's like I said to someone recently, look, the reason your car has a rear vision mirror that's small is because you can't drive looking in the rear vision mirror. You've got to look out the big window in the front to get somewhere or you'll be banging into every damn thing every other second. So don't focus on the little mirror and what's behind. That's a done deal. That's that's Look out through the big window. Look out through the big one in the front because that's where you're going and that's life. That's a terrific analogy. And I was really impressed by when you spoke of the fantasy because uh, we're, we're really talking about the other thing being a fantasy. I mean, we now have even the science that lets us know that if we're active, we put years on our lives. We narrow the gap between the health span and the and the actual lifespan, the time that we're healthy throughout our life. So, you know, I mean, it, I'm really pleased to hear the things that you're saying. Um, so tell me, what is bold, not old? I mean, what... Okay, so, um, well, you know, bold, not old, you know, I always think about bold, not old as being something that's been, you know, growing and morphing as I have, I guess, really. I, I, I used to always view, Ron, my life like my garden. I used to do the analogy for many years that when I was 
and and it was one day I noticed it that when I was out in the garden and I was doing a lot of structural things in the garden, putting in hardscaping and structuring the garden, it was an analogy for my life. At the same time, my life would be doing those types of things. And then I'd get into, you know, planting the things that would grow in the, you know, the other end of it. Um, so, you know, Bold Not Old's been a bit like that for me. I started Bold Not Old about six years ago. I I had to have a, you know, fairly quick gallbladder removal that you know, when all silly, I'd had a gallbladder problem for a number of years and uh, been obstinate about it anyway. It decided to do a really silly thing. And uh, I had to have my gallbladder removed. And at that time also, I had a trip on the bottom of the stairs. I was carrying a bucket and a whole bunch of stuff. And I tripped over, went head over heels um, on the bloody stairs and uh, came a cropper on the tiles and I damaged the medial meniscus in my knee, which has resulted now in me having a, you know, a knee replacement. Um, but, uh, you know, so I went through a couple of health issues. When I came out of the hospital, I was thinking I, you know, I, I'd already sort of, you know, faced this prospect of the fact that I thought, God, you know, I'm getting older. What, what the, you know, where, who, how did that happen? You know, I thought I had more time to get old. And uh, and then I decided that uh, I really liked, um, you know, I like style and fashion and clothes and oh, more and more. And uh, I love dressing up and doing all that sort of thing. And I thought, well, you know, are there any other people out there like me? So I, you know, started Bold Not Old as a way of sort of searching out, you know, kindred souls, really, kindred spirits, other people who were doing things similar to me so I could feel more comfortable that I wasn't a raving lunatic. And, um, you know, <laughs> and I, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I bloody probably am, but I don't care. Um, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy in that space. I'm happy to be a raving lunatic Um whatever um but um so i went in search of people and you know bold not old tended to you know morph and um you know i've been uh, i guess it's been a journey it's been a journey of self-discovery around the aging process and what aging means and and you know looking at that in a really positive way rather than being down about it and grumping about, you know, oh, I'm bloody getting old. Oh, that's because I'm getting older. Oh, no. oh I can't stand all that. That drives me crazy. Um, and look, I do it at times. I'm not perfect. This is not about perfection. This is about, you know, growing and learning and, and uh, you know, honesty and authenticity within yourself. Just recognise that, you know, you, you there's just things that you – you have to cope with that you have to do and that come along and you know sometimes i'm as scared as all bloody get out but um you know but i i do it anyway uh, because i think to myself well what's the alternative what what what, what else what else wallace um so so is bold not old i know it's a website is it a membership group or um, uh, i've just i'm actually just initiating a membership with it quite a you know a, an inexpensive membership so people will be able to very soon go on and join for just a few dollars a month i think about 12 dollars us or something it's about 1997 something australian dollars and um i think the exchange rate's about 0.62 or something at the moment which is terrible um so um people can join and they'll have access from that website um to 
you know, videos and um, affiliates, you know, a whole bunch of stuff that I'm currently loading into there for people to, um, you know, for people to have. And I want to put books in there and we'll have a little chat about that with yours. Um, that I, um, I'll buy that book. I really am interested in reading it. So, you know, I'm going to create affiliates in there and a whole bunch of stuff. I'll earn, you know, a few, you know, dollars off that, I suppose, hopefully. And, uh, you know, um, create something that or a platform that people can access information and um you know a whole bunch of you know a whole bunch of things without me having to be the person up front you know explaining it all you mentioned books and i think you've got a a pretty impressive one too yes my latest book i did this uh through bold not old and it was about there's me on the back um but there's uh this book is called uh, being bold, not old, a new generation of role models, and uh, it's a book that's got a huge amount of. Oh, it's got some fabulous pictures, a lot of people in there, um, huge amount of people in there strutting their stuff. Um, I'll just uh, actually, while I'm talking to you, I'll just take the cover off this so we can flick a couple of the pages, and. Uh, Books available on the website, on the Bold Not Old website. So if you'd like to purchase the book, you can go in there and do it. And uh, you can buy that. Okay, so, um, so just generally, I mean, is the website, Bold Not Old website, the place to find you? Or are you on social yes, media? I'm, uh, I'm actually right now, there's another person from the book. And uh, it's got lots of terrific, oh, lots of fabulous, fabulous, um, fabulous people in it. Lots of really good things and stories about them and their age and who they are. And um, yeah, fabulous stuff. Um, the book's available on the website bold not old and dot uh, com dot au, and uh, you can go in there and purchase it off there. And as I said, there'll be a membership up soon, which people can join and download a whole lot of other stuff. I've done quite a few other things. So there'll be other things on there to access for free as part of the membership, which is, um, you know, pretty fantastic. And um, and I'm currently just um, putting together um, some uh, my first book anyway, uh, another book that I'm writing around the silver economy and side hustles. And um, that'll be, I'm putting that up on, uh, that'll be up on Amazon and then on Audible. So I, I think in the next couple of weeks or so, I'll have that up and running. So, um, so the place on, to find out all this stuff is your website. Bold it's the website. And it's the website. And we'll have the link to that in the show notes. Um, yeah. And uh, is I'm there... not hard to find. I'm on social media. Or I'm, yeah, if you just Google my name, I come up somewhere. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much unfortunately that's social media today, isn't it? Yeah, and it's Wallace is W A L L I S. It is Wallace. Yeah, Patterson um, spelled the usual way. Uh, anything else we should know about you? Any podcasts? Anything uh, else that uh, um, I have? I have. Um, I'm on YouTube. I have a. Uh, I have a podcast. Well, I call it a podcast, but I have a show on YouTube called Wednesdays with Wallace and, um, you know, where I, you know, rant about something or other or have a bit of a, you know, a chat about 
the silver economy and side hustles and earning money. And I'll be doing more of that um, now as I sort of get back to get back to work. I've had a little bit of time off with the knee replacement the last two or three weeks. And, um, yeah, so I'm just sort of, you know, pardon the pun, getting back on my feet and just getting back into, you know, feeling a bit more agile and a bit more able to do things or get around anyway. So I assume those get posted on Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays. Wednesdays with Wallace, it's called. You can go in and subscribe and uh, hit the button to subscribe, which is great. I'm, you know, hopefully rounding up more subscribers as we go along. And um, and also on the website, um, I will be putting up, and I put it out on social media, but um, I'll be putting up, you know, the podcast that I've been on. I've, you know, sort of been appearing on some podcasts now, and uh, they're quite interesting. So as they come to, you know, fruition and people produce them, then I'm also promoting those on social media, and they will be grouped on the website. So you'll be able to take a look at those as well or listen to them. Well, great. You've been uh, uh, a great influencer and a great role model. and. Uh... It's been such a pleasure having you on our show. Uh, is there anything you think I should have asked you but didn't or anything else that we should know to wrap things up? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so, um, Ron. I think that, you know, the underlying message here in, you know, my even initially wanting to be on pod, other people's podcasts and things is to simply be an encourager. I just want to encourage people to, you know, to have a go. I mean, I just sort of look at it and think, well, you know, if you're out there playing in life, you know, you you, you just got to have a go. You can't stop to analyze everything and and be super cautious and oh what if it doesn't work and what if this doesn't happen you know you only got to google it i mean there's some fantastic and fabulous um you know information available that and testimonials around older people who have started you know huge businesses i'm not talking about little stuff i'm not talking about the things that i promote like side hustles i'm talking about you know some really really big businesses that you know older people have started and been hugely successful at and there's a lot of reasons for that we come with we we underestimate ourselves we get older and we're listening too much to what other people say too much to what other people have said, too much to other people's opinions, and everybody's got one. I won't say the rest of it because you probably won't be able to put it to air. But, you know, everybody's got an opinion. And the, the trick here is to just have a go. Your life is yours. You own it. At the end of the day, you'll be the one who has to put your hand up and say, did I go flat out? Was I happy? with what I did? Was I happy with what I achieved? Do I have any regrets? And don't, don't, don't regret. Don't have any regrets about your life. Do it. Just do it. Well, I've always said that aging, growing older is not a spectator sport. And I think you certainly have verified this for all of us today. And we're really, really grateful. And I think it's something... Uh, our audience is uh, probably 
half who are in the second half century of life and uh, others who are younger. And I think it's something for everybody to be thinking about that uh, uh, older adulthood is a continuation. It's not a separate kind of, uh, you know, stage where you're doing things differently than, than you'd be able to do it at another time. You may choose to do different activities, but the key thing is to be active. And I'm really grateful to you, Wallace, for, in, for really reinforcing this for us and giving us great examples. And I hope that we will get lots of people visiting your website and joining as members and buying your book. And so I appreciate it. You know, I'm hoping that at some time, you know, one of my personal goals for doing all this was not just to get the message out there to people, but I really like, you know, I really enjoy being in front of people and talking to people. So, you know, I'm also hoping that along the way I'll, you know, maybe be doing a bit of traveling to other, you know, countries and other areas and talking on stages, um, you know, where I can have a, you know, much larger audience as well. And, um, you know, I'm hoping to be doing that in the future too. So I'm open and allowing to all the positive and all the wonderful things that uh, life can present. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you in Philadelphia. And, uh, yes, I look forward to coming. That's a place I'd love to go. Take care. Thanks again. This has really been a joy and a real pleasure and really informative too. Thank and so that so brings much. to the conclusion another episode of the Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser podcast. We've been really blessed to have Wallace Patterson with us today to talk about how to make the aging process not only a healthy and enjoyable one, but one where we're really accomplishing great things too. And uh, starts with the mindset if you believe that you don't have to decline, but you can actually evolve to a better version of yourself in the older adult years. Uh, Wallace has given us some great guidance on how to get there. And uh, hope that you enjoyed the episode. Hope that you'll tell your friends about it. We'll download it, uh, rate, review the podcast, and be back for another great guest next week. And it'll be hard to top what, what Wallace has given us, but uh, we'll, we'll try. And so on that note, we're going to tell you, uh, everybody have yourselves a real good week. Stay positive, stay safe, and we'll see you next time.